Something in the man's eyes strikes her mute. An impulse to run fires her nerves. And then he shows her a gun. Sunday. Chapter One. Roy's eyes are cloudy. He blinks and suddenly they're hazel again, like they used to be. Green-streaked riverbeds of time-worn memory. Elsa gently squeezes his hand, hoping he'll say something, anything, as unexpectedly as his eyes gained color. He hasn't spoken all morning. He lies there, his short, salty hair poking in every direction, staring at the charcoal screen of the turned-off television, taking in the latest news of his diagnosis. She feels the movement of an internal shadow, a pull toward grief, but resists it. Not yet. She's just about to lean in so she can feel the soft warmth of his breath and remind herself how he used to flutter his eyelashes against her cheek when she was a little girl. Butterfly kisses. When her pocket vibrates with a call, she releases his hand and it floats a moment before coming to rest on the crisp white hospital sheet. Marco Coots flashes on her screen. Her jaw clenches reflexively as she answers. Before she can speak, her boss says, yeah, Elsa, I'm really sorry to bother you on your day off. Her whisper comes out like a hiss of steam. You know I'm with my father. How's he doing? Why are you calling? A lot of red flags waving in Queens. A girl's missing, a teenager. A drumbeat forms in her chest. Another one. Here we go, please, not today. What precinct? Forest Hills. Some new guy caught the case. Shitting his pants is what she wants to ask. But her father is right there, eyes fixed open in his morphine fog of semi-consciousness, possibly listening. So, she says, Marco, I'm all the way up here in Sleepy Hollow. Can't you put Gonzalez on it? He's already out in the Bronx today. Anyway, Elsa, I like you better for this one. You have a special feel for the teenagers. Always have. The praise irks her. She says, we really need more agents on site. But her comment falls flat between them. A toneless reprise of an unsolvable problem. The Bureau doesn't have the budget to delegate more agents for the Child Abduction Rapid Deployment Unit which makes it tough to deploy rapidly in a city the size of New York, which is crazy because these are kids. Kids. And each and every time one of them vanishes, an absence echoes through Elsa. Marco breathes into a pocket of silence, hot, jagged, the way he does when he doesn't want to hear something. She can picture him in his neat office in DC, from which he remotely oversees far-flung card teams along the East Coast. Shelves behind his desk, framed photos of his wife and their new baby girl. Good people. But then she corrects the image. He wouldn't be in his office today, he'd be at home, because it's Sunday. As always, doing his best at a difficult job. Elsa stands up and takes the call across the room to the window. Early summer flowering trees border the hospital parking lot. A blue station wagon enters lazily and slots itself between white lines. The driver's door pops open, but no one steps out. Elsa turns her back to the window, gaze landing on her father. His broken dull fragility under the sheets, his sallow skin, his wheezing breath, and does a quick calculation. 
Phelps Memorial Hospital, where the ambulance had transferred him from the assisted living facility to which he'd moved last winter, is an hour from the city. Her sister Tara is on the way from Manhattan and should be here soon. All the doctors and nurses agree that, though the cancer is moving faster now, he's still got time. Two months, the oncologist said. Then on second thought, maybe three. Enough to be stabilized and released from the hospital to finish out his life. Or his death, depending on how you saw it. Elsa could slip away and not miss anything and be back by tonight. Do everything. Please everyone. Fail no one. Ever again. Plus, if she returned to the city, it would offer an opportunity to get to the family house in Queens for a final visit. It was strange, prescient almost, the way Roy decided to sell the house where he raised his family so soon before his diagnosis. As if his body were telling him, hurry, do this now while you still have time and energy. She hadn't believed he'd go through with it.